Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about our Helldivers 2 review so far. We'll have all this and more because this is PS I Love You XOXO. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Welcome to PS I Love You XOXO, your weekly PlayStation conversation. I'm Blessing, that's Greg, that's Mike, and if you love what we do, support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad-free, watch us record them live, and get a daily exclusive show. Uh, you can get the PS I Love You, we can get PS I Love You for free with ads and without exclusive content on YouTube and podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Carl Jacobs, Strickin' A Easy, and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by new Kind of Funny merch, but... Let's start with a PlayStation Pulse Elite unboxing. Whoa! What the heck is that? We got the PlayStation Pulse Elite headphones provided by PlayStation. Shout out PlayStation for sending these over to us. Greg, what are the PlayStation Pulse Elites? Uh, they're the new headset. Uh, you know, we if, if you're like me, uh, you've been using your other one, the PlayStation Pulse, yeah, headphones, <laughs> right? Uh, for quite a while, that's the one, the one I use both at the office and uh, at home when I need a headset for my PlayStation. Obviously, a dongle in headphone over there. And as I reported on a few months ago on this show, I came back from a preview that was the Portal. It was the new earbuds that I always forget the name of. PlayStation Pulse Explorers. Explorers, Ooh, right? I like those. Yeah, and then like it was, uh, in fact, uh, the new headset, the uh, Pulse Elite. And so uh, today, uh, three of them arrived for you, me, and Tim, and we can show them and unbox. Them them but we can't talk about our experience with them of course i talked about my experience with it over on uh the playstation ps i love you xoxo months previewed. ago when i previewed it yeah it, you want to get much more than that for me but whoo, there it is whoa i i I'd already maybe i've turned them on <laughs> maybe I, i've been playing a game that would require a headset and being out there uh of course this whoa i appreciate <laughs> it very much don't go crazy man uh beautiful little guy got there Nice, a little, a little different than the Padding. pulse. Like they, I mean, obviously, it very much looks like the original yeah, pulse. But yeah, sure. The form factor is different. Yeah, if you're not, if you, you know, I should uh, should have got there. I have a pulse at my. Desk. I was gonna say, Barrett, go grab my other headset. That my other pulse. <laughs> Thank you, Barrett. Nodding as the camera's sentient. You can keep it tight if you want, because I'll keep talking about it while you go get that or whatever. Uh, yeah, this is the, uh, the new one with the crazy good audio. They keep talking about and doing yeah. all those different things. So I got some of the details on the page for you here. Look so at this, the, this is the big detail. Yeah. Oh. Retractable oh, that microphone. Slides in, slides out. I'm sure that's going to be way better audio quality than the microphone they have in the, the one original that's tucked back at your yeah, ear. Yeah, the one that's tucked back. And so, like, it just sounds. And also, I, I know this one is AI enhanced, they say in the Yeah, yeah. This too, is so. That was one of the things during my demo, if you remember. They uh, did a call with me and they went and cr they crunched, all the, crunched a. Uh, 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 sun chips bag. Oh, uh, uh, and then they they did it without the AI stuff on, and then turned it on, so it took out the bag. That's crunching. a level of confidence I appreciate. Yeah, because like too. there's nothing louder than a bag of sun chips. Just so yeah. yeah, I'm wearing it right now. Well, they're backwards actually, Barrett. Come on, what show do you want? You know what I mean? The original headset there. 
you can see right there the difference no uh, mic coming out also for my money too many buttons on the side we've talked about this yeah. before where there's the what do you got you there's got the chat you got the game you got the monitor off or monitor on you got volume up and down you got your mute button it's like damn that's a lot yeah, yeah. you got to have options yeah, people want options. Well, people want options, but <laughs> Barrett's killing it with the camera work today. Uh, I don't want that many options. Okay. okay. So, because what I feel like for the most time, I'm not even using it for chat. So it's all the way up on volume. So yeah. it'd be annoying to go for volume and hit chat in game okay. on the first one. They've eliminated that here. So you have a power button. If you're looking at upside down, a power button there. And this would be on your right side, power button. Uh, then you have a USB uh, C. And then you have a plus and minus for volume. If you want to go and tweak the chat to uh, uh, chat to volume. Uh, if you want to tweak the balance between chat and game audio, you now use the in, you know, you hit the PlayStation button and hit the little audio option. I did it during the demo. It was super yeah. easy enough to do. I'm very, I'm very excited to, to use the least. Cause for me, I liked the PlayStation Pulse when we got it. Cause I believe yeah. we got one at launch. Uh, and I've used I've, I've used it quite a bit since then. But there was another headset that I got along the way. The I believe it's called the Razer. Yeah, the Razer the Razer Kyra Pro Hyperspeed, which offers like haptic feedback and stuff. And I really enjoyed that for what it was. And so that actually replaced the PlayStation Pulse for me. I have like a I have a set at the office that I use when I come into work. But at home, I'm usually using my my Razer Kyra Pro Hyperspeed. Now, recently in the last few months, my PlayStation Pulse Explorers have come through and kind of replaced that as well. Interesting. Yeah, because it is the easy thing of I'm using a Bluetooth with my um, phone and I'm listening to Spotify, listening to music. I come in my room, turn on my PlayStation, it's already connected, so I don't even have to switch around. Love that. Um, and then also I can like use my Bluetooth connection with my phone and also listen to my PlayStation at the same time so I can like listen to music and And that was the whole thing when, it, when they when they talked about this and let me preview it, right? Both, yeah, the little earbuds that I already yeah, forgot the name again. I hate that name. Uh, and the Elite one, right? You can have... Uh, you dongle into your PlayStation, right, uh, with either one of them, or the PlayStation Link can use it to on uh, the portal. So yeah. you're going directly, no dongle. Uh, but you can then Bluetooth in as well at the same time off of your phone. So you can have both, and you can talk to people yeah. and listen to music or watch so TikToks I'm, like I was today. I'm very curious to see if this um, overtakes the Pulse Explorers for me, right? Yeah. Like, I know yeah, the audio, yeah, yeah. big thing here, I think it's supposed to be audio quality. If I read from the page, on February, uh, the, this releases on February 21st, 2024. Enter a new era in gaming audio with the Pulse Elite wireless headset enjoy extraordinary lifelike sound in your favorite games with planar 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 p-l-a-n-a-r magnetic drivers and hear every detail with a lossless and lightning fast playstation link wireless connection let your squad hear you loud and clear through a fully retractable microphone equipped with ai enhanced noise rejection uh, plus with up to 30 hours which is huge up to 30 hours of battery life and quick charging, you can stick by your teammates through extended gaming sessions. The 30 hours is, is huge for me because both, with all the things I have so far, with the exception of the PlayStation Pulse Explorers, yeah. my original Pulses and my um, Razer Kyra Pro, those die like crazy. Especially yeah, yeah, the Kyra Pro because it's using vibration. And so like it's I'm like listening to heavy bass music <laughs> while playing my game. And so it's just vibrating nonstop. And so it dies in like 30 minutes. Um, both these things, like my original Pulse and my Kyra die like crazy. My Pulse Explorers, a bit better. The 30, the 30 hours thing sounds really cool. I really hope it lives up because that'll change the experience for me a lot. Uh, comes with this little hook too that you can put on your wall as a charging stand. It's got a connectors uh, there that then can go into the connectors here. USB-C there and you could hang it on whatever you want to do so you could oh. mount it to your desk you can mount it to your wall with a screw or whatever. It comes with little instructions on how to do that which is a nice little touch I think in terms of what you're doing right? 
Right, Mike? I like this. I, I yeah. like what you're putting down right there. I like the multi-connection. That's a big thing that I've grown to love with the Xbox headset is when they brought that in of, oh, you want to be on your phone, you want to be on your PC while also being on the Xbox. I love having that. I love mm -hmm. hearing that that's a part of it. I like this new look. I like the retractable microphone. I'd yeah. love to hear how that sounds. Yeah. I would like to know the comfort factor on a one to five scale compared to the other That'd one. Be, I would fall into a review. Yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just unboxing everybody. I'm what the people want to hear. I hear you that's people. There's embargoes. All right. This is the preview of the unboxing of the thing. Now, are you going to rip that box open or what's the, what's the... I didn't need to. I kept it intact because we had talked about earlier in the day, mm -hmm. in the middle of all this Helldivers coverage, how we wanted to do it. So I didn't tear it apart. And it was very hard. All right. Because yeah. they had the... They're trying to do like the Apple thing on the bottom with like the tapes you tear. Yeah. And neither tape tore perfectly for me. So then I got in there, but I was sliding my fingers. I didn't want to mm -hmm. pop it. But I tell you, I want to. You know what I mean? You slide your fingers, you know? Well, it's smashed up already. Don't worry about that. Okay. There you go. Anything, any last words on the PlayStation Pulse Elites? I'm excited to test them. I, you know, I honestly do. Uh, I mean, if I'm playing something at work, I'm using my pulse already. So I'm excited to try these out. And then at home, it's the exact same thing where if I'm not on, uh, late at night, Jen will be like, you're being loud and I'll turn off the soundbar and I'll pop them on. So mm. I'm excited for a new headset in the tenor of the space here. And again, I, my preview was like, damn, these sound really nice and they feel really good. And now that they're here in the real world, I'm excited to screw around with them. Big same. Greg, Mike, now it's time for topic of the show. On the fucking show, do the bit. Tots, 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 tots. There we go. I tell you, God, when you're a third party publisher <laughs> and you're trying to come here and talk about your shit, we're never going to respect you if you don't do this right. <laughs> Hell Divers 2. When you are. <laughs> <laughs> Hell Divers 2, it's out today. Yeah. People have gotten their hands on it. Yeah. You guys have gotten your hands on it. You guys have been playing all day to prepare for this episode. That's right. This review so far. Because you're giving impressions. These are early impressions. These are day one. Yeah, this is, you know, back-to-back -back weeks of, hey, this is the brave new world of live service games. We're Suicide Squad. We did the same thing. We played all day and then did our review so far. Helldivers the same way. You know, I was in here thanks to traffic at 10 a.m. And it was right mm -hmm. to the sticks, right to playing. And I've played the entire way. Uh, Mike, you and I got on the stream at 1 o'clock. Played yep. for, what, three hours there on stream with a combination of you, me, Barrett, uh, Khalif, the homie oh, from Spawn cool. on Me, was on there playing with us and stuff. And yeah, now we're waiting in. Uh, obviously, this will not be a final review. It won't be that kind of thing, but it is. We've been playing all day long and what we think of it. So the game is out today, February 8th. Uh, sequel to 2015's Helldivers. Nine years. Which is wild to think about. Insane. Uh, I pulled from the game's Steam page the um, description of it, the quick description of it. The galaxy's last line of... They spell it offense, or maybe that's like a UK spelling. It's, it's a UK C. offense, yeah. Gotcha. The last line of offense: uh, enlist in the Helldivers and join the fight for freedom across the hostile ga galaxy in a fast, frantic, and ferocious third-person shooter. Craig, when I listened to the podcast back in 2015, you talked a lot about Helldivers One, yeah. and you enjoyed a lot of Helldivers yeah. One. Does Helldivers Two live up to what you'd want out of a sequel to Helldivers One? For day one. What would that be? Five hours, eight hours, six hours, somewhere in there of playing this game or whatever. I think it surpasses Helldivers 1. Like, I'm, I think I'm having more fun with Helldivers 2 than I had with Helldivers 1. And there's a million reasons to dr drill into that and figure it out. And that might be, again, this is first blush. I reserve the right to, you know, I, not, get out of the afterglow of, you know, the coitus and mm -hmm. see what I think of it after that. Uh, but right now, like walking over here and starting to try to put together it, I can't believe how much arrowhead nailed this so far it is that idea that you know i even at coming out of the preview where again they did the thing where they're like all right cool you're starting multiple hours in the game you know we were double digit levels i want to say we were level 11 or 10 when me and andy were playing right after a day of playing i think i'm level six now maybe i just turned level seven like it's 
it's I'm grinding and doing stuff, but I'm unlocking and getting to experience and understand it rather than getting tossed into the hardest of the hardcore stuff. Um, walking away right now, I would say if I'm putting a score on it, I would say, and which I'm not putting a final score on it, but mm. for day one so far, five out of five. Like I've had an amazing mm. time with this. I've had a blast with this. Uh, fidelity of the game itself has been great. Visuals have been great. Have I had crashes? Yes, I have. Um, I would say one minor one it seemed that even barrett had the exact same thing where basically you we loaded into the first match or he when i came out of my ice pod and started getting a narration i went over to customization and it crashed on me i did the same thing like i, I only same, played did you have a crash there too yeah like i put on a cape yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 which i was like oh shit are we in a really really shitty yeah. territory and again there were multiple crashes i think on the stream and people have said in the chat but it hasn't been horrible. When I was playing in there, I was on the kind of funny Wi-Fi rather than a LAN. I had a problem there, but whatever. I, that, that aside, like it had, it, I'm, I load back in really quickly. It's easy to join all my friends. I've had many people join me with the friend code in there if they're Steam people. Um, but all of that aside, just get away from, you know, get out of the minutia of where we're going with it. I'm having an amazing time. Like the game, I think, plays amazing. You know, these experiences on the battlefield that are everything's going really well and then who's behind me oh fuck there's all these bugs or ah oh, there the terminators are terrifying or i'm throwing the orbital strike to blow up the factory and then it bounces off so it doesn't blow right so then we're trying to but it's anarchy and it's so great to see them capitalize on what made helldivers one special which was that anarchy which was you're shooting your friend by accident which was you're getting crushed by the pod but i feel because the experience is so snappy whether it be the way we're loading in when something goes wrong, the way we're reinforcing, it seems like, again, early levels when we're playing them on, you know, medium to maybe one step above there because everybody's a different level of uh, Helldiver right now. Um, plentiful reinforcements. Like, there was a moment today that I think is a turning point where we were doing a mission. It was uh, me, Barrett, uh, Mike, and Ka. And it was like, we finally had our sea legs. And it was like, hold on, what's the objective? Put that off. Let's go run every side objective. Let's clear the map. And we're just running to these question marks, finding out what they were, blowing it. We got this. We got this. We got this. You know, what would turn out to be the last side objective we got to. And it was like, oh, fuck, we don't got this. And blah, 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 we ran. Question for you. Yeah. I didn't know this game had side objectives. What is the the pitch of Helldivers for people who don't know what Helldivers is? Sure. Great mm. question. Yes. And I'm glad I, we should have done that. I, I understand that everyone's <laughs> been following this game as closely. As you said, a third person shooter, right? This is a change in the perspective of Helldivers. But the idea now is it is a third person shooter. Uh, you are a citizen of Super Earth who is a Helldiver, which is their military force. Mm. And so you and up to three friends deploy on these missions, right? We are all, and I mean everybody playing this on PlayStation or PC, playing in the same persistent narrative world where we have super earth at the center and we have automaton robots and bugs coming in from one side right and so you see the various levels of how close they are to super earth that tells you what missions to go off on when you're doing that you're trying to liberate a planet and there's this bar that's constantly filling in or getting uh, eradicated and that's based on how we are all playing and what we're all doing so like right now the overarching missions are focused on these two planets right so we should all be going there and doing whatever though you're going there, you land on the planet, and it is, the overall mission is you need to launch this ICM, uh, ICBM, right? Inter inter ballistic continent, the missile. You need to launch mm -hmm. a fucking missile, right? But So you go there, you land, but you got to go in, over there and get the, co the launch codes. And you do that, and you battle through all these different monsters to get back there to launch the thing. Mission complete. Now get to the exfil site, go over there, call it in, da-da-da. The hook to Helldivers is the minutia of Helldivers. It is a game that is meant to be complicated, but fun. 
So it's the idea that I want to call in the uh, exfil chopper. I want to use the terminal to put in the codes, right? Like you need to go through a combat, like basically a Mortal Kombat fatality code with your arrows to open up the computer monitor to call in the thing. And that is fun, of course, but it's also there's monsters coming, so you have to find the right spot and do that. Friendly fire will kill it, uh, kill each other. You have strategism, stratagems that you're using uh, the Mortal Kombat fatality D-pad codes to call in from the sky, right? And they will crush you and kill you. They will crush and kill your teammates. You can use them offensively to kill enemies, but... As we found multiple times, if you drop into the middle of a battlefield for a, you know, a resupply, a, um, a revive, when somebody dies, you have to call them back that way. Mm -hmm. If they revive and come out of their pod and they're surrounded by bad guys, they're going to get killed immediately as well, right? It is meant to be this complicated but fun third-person shooter. And that the, the hook of it is that anybody can die. When you do die, you know, your arms are blown off, your legs are blown off. They're all screaming about liberty and democracy. It's this weird you know, satire on, I think, the uh, America's drive to, uh, of course, colonize everybody and bring democracy, whether you like it or not, right? But it's just, in a, a, if you want it to be a crushingly hard third-person shooter, right, and there's so many various challenge levels to increase and go, but, and of course, that gives you different rewards, and then we can get into all of that, but at its heart, a complicated but fun third-person shooter. So, Mike, you got to play this game all day with Greg. Mm -hmm. I view you as somebody who's into these kind of games, right? Yeah. Like the third-person shooters, the you know, you're playing with friends, whether it's competitive or co-op type thing. Is this hitting for you? Yeah, it, it is a lot of fun, Bless, and I am left wanting more. And that is right where I want to be with a game like this, right? I don't have big expectations for coming into Helldivers 2 after nine years away, a yeah. top-down twin-stick shooter that it was originally, right? When I look at this, I had very few expectations. I just wanted to come in, maybe play a day, have fun, and see where it left me. But I am really pleased after the first three hours that I got to play with Greg and the crew that I want more. And that's exactly where I should be leaving this session because, man, oh, man, it is a ton of fun with friends. I played on PC, very easy to link your account to PlayStation, very easy to jump into crossplay. I know the Steam right now, on the Steam side of things, mixed reviews here. I think there's a lot of issues with connectivity problems and beyond. We had zero for me. I probably dropped maybe twice out of the whole three hour session. I had fun and the game ran flawlessly for me. I was impressed by the animations of everything going on. The moment to moment gameplay, like Greg said, was fun and engaging. There never felt like, oh, we're just dragging this out. Oh, it's too slow. Every moment had me laughing, had me gritting my teeth wondering, can we make it out of this? And also wowed by all the crazy things that was happening from destructible environments to robots being split in half, my limbs going left, right, and center when I exploded on some sort of trip mine. Like, it's fun at its heart, and that's what I was all about. I really enjoyed that, and I liked the level of engagement. I think there's a lot of games like this where you run to a point of interest, you press A, and we wait for the bar to fill up, and we just stand there. This one had really cool moments where Greg was talking with Khalif saying, hey, I need you to go to point B over there, get on top of that satellite and move it for me mm. in a certain direction. I'll tell you where it needs to be. Or I was there typing in different codes like Greg brought up with the Mortal Kombat combo system. And it was really cool to be like, oh, I have to actively do stuff instead of just getting there. Hey, we press day. Okay, everybody stand around, wait for five minutes. Yeah, and Mike's so, quote was, I like, I, I like games that make me do things. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? And that, yes. that is the idea of Helldivers. Again, I would say delightfully complicated, where it is the idea that, cool, you know, we're 
activate the terminal, do the code. All right, now, just even if it's just press up to move the thing, okay. Mm -hmm. Now you got to wait for that to do it, but now that that's done, you got to move the dish, but the dish is over there, so you have to either memorize it if you're alone or yell at Khalif. Okay, that's done. Now I'm going to hit the code back over. You know, like It's that kind of thing, and it was, it's, we were definitely in character, but there was uh, that, Hey, it's a Ubisoft demo where, you know, on the screen, like it takes the first, the, the first letter of your PSN name or your steam name, right. And then puts a number at the end of it, whether you're player one, two, three or four. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of, all right, S3, go do that. All right. Well, I'm on S4 is back and I'm doing that. All right. Blah, blah. And it was like, you have to talk that way. So you don't get crushed. And also, so you know, you what you're doing. And uh, you know, Mike's like calling me captain and I'm dropping in the pins on the map, which again, I am a delightfully complicated, right. Of, hit the touchpad to enlarge a mini map down here that you can zoom in or zoom out on with the shoulder buttons. This is all active while I'm still in the, in, in the, in the moves here, right? Then using the touchpad, because they're all using like wrist monitors, bless. I'm using the touchpad to then drag the icon or, or the cursor over to then X on it to say, that's the thing. It's like, there's this, I don't even know what to call it. There's a je ne sais quoi to it of you are in the battle because yeah. it is so hectic and you need to talk yeah. to each other. And it, I was trying to order lunch earlier when I was playing with uh, Khalif and uh, another kind of funny best friend and maybe Beans Got Games. And it was like, right, I got to bail out because I'm just like failing them because I'm getting killed trying to do the thing I'm trying to do. Yeah, and I, I like that, right? It isn't, oh, just press select and look at a giant map over your screen and go into a pause menu. It feels cool to be in the moment living it up. And I think that goes to how difficult this game is right this is what it's known for having that difficulty spike and it's been a really good time and the moments when we exfil and the music starts to kick and your head starts Music's to nod great. and it yeah. just really nails the feeling right there along with the weapons being fun i mean greg had a sniper rifle he died i took the sniper rifle from it it was awesome to see that compared to my heavy machine gun that you start off with baird unlocked a bazooka now you can get a bazooka and go crazy there's a lot of unlockables that we didn't even get near in the first three hours to the first oh, there's so much amount to of hours still, right. got to play. So there's so much more for and us. And again, like that's the fun thing about this where like even though we main the bug missions, right? When you go to the robot missions, when you get the difficulty going up in these, you can see where it's like, well, and based on the demo I did, right? Of like, man, energy weapons were so helpful against the robots. Like to unlock those and then suddenly be like, cool, back to it. Let's do this mission on challenging. And I'm gonna run the grenade or rocket launcher energy thing. Mike, you gotta run this. We're gonna need this for re like you can get into that minutiae, I believe. We're not there yet of end game of what you're really gonna have to talk to each other. Man, and you know what? The bugs are cool, but the robots Terrifying. are very cool, man. The mm-hmm. designs of these blasts are wicked awesome. They do look like Terminator bots. There's moments where it looks straight out of Star Wars with an AT-AT walking at you. There's these crazy drop ships that come in with a vibrant red over the night sky and you see all of the robots drop out and you know it's about to get on and pop in. Like, it is very cool looking to see all of these character designs. In and there. I think, you know, even with the robot drop ship coming in and dropping, like, I want to say seven or eight robots and a hunter killer and whatever. It's like... I know from talking to the devs that you can shoot those down eventually. And I know that if I probably had the rocket launcher, I think Barrett just got maybe it's like you start having that idea of like, okay, cool. What's my build and what's my loadout and where do I want to go? Let alone when you get back to the ship and you have all this currency looking at being like, what do I want to spend it on now? I, yeah, level eight, I can unlock the jetpack. I assure you I'm unlocking the jetpack for the sniper I'm working on right now. Right. Mm. It's like, that kind of future proofing where I'm saving my resources now to get to level eight, to buy the thing and then worry about the rest. 
I got a lot more questions for you guys. But before I get there, I want to tell people about patreon.com slash kind of funny and youtube.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the kind of funny membership, which allows you to get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by kindoffunny.com slash store. We've got two brand new drops for you this week. First, check out the Kind of Funny broadcast line. Old school telethons inspired this distressed design and collection for our annual Kind of Funny Day campaign, which includes a t-shirt, tote bag, and coffee cup. Our cozy collection, designed by Nick at Campfire Designs, is also available. Get nice and snuggly in your choice of a crew neck sweatshirt and joggers and a women's cropped hoodie. These have been big hits with the team, and we think you'll love them too. Both collections are available for the next two weeks on kindoffunny.com slash store. Grab them while you can. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Uh, I got a couple questions. I guess the first one, the first one's more of a comment than a question. The visuals of this thing look pre- really intense, look really insane, right? Like a lot of the lighting, a lot of the, uh, I think, I believe Andy Cortez would call it the geometric fog or whatever yeah. it is. Right? Yes, like, yes. A lot Volumetric of it looks, fog. Volume, ah, yeah, damn it. I was close. Um, there's something where you, with the rays of light coming through the trees, too. Yeah. I forget what that's called, the but that's in the hot rays. Oh, the God, God rays, the God rays. Does this, is this game consistently good looking? Like, is this one where you're consistently moment to moment going, oh, wow, this looks good? Yeah, I thought so. I, I was wowed by each environment that we went to. I got to see three in my time. We went to a big snowy level, and I was impressed with when you trudge through the snow, kind of leaving those footprints behind you, seeing that white, and then those pops of, like, vibrant blue for like the different ice there's like flowers there's there's different things that will explode there's awesome environmental hazards that you'll see but you'll see the pops in colors and you know oh i don't want to go there or how the bugs sit on top of the snow and how that looks in contrast to the bright white all around you then when we went to nighttime with the terminator robots we brought about and that glow of red at their bases and their factories really shine in the moment, I, I thought all were very impressive environmental-wise. 100%, yeah. Uh, at one point, I got super framey and chuggy back on the ship, but I just restarted the game. And I forgot, I think it was when I was having the internet connectivity problems because of Wi-Fi, where it just kept locking up that I did it. But other than that, yeah, I thought it was great. You know, I think, again, you're in the middle of this, but something that always stands out for me and will in future reviews coming up, hint, hint, are capes. And I thought the capes looked really great here. You're going to put oh, capes in there, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you got to have some physics on the cape. This, you guys were all shocked by. I forgot all about it. Oh, you can aim person. down sights yeah. like that and be, make it a first-person shooter, kind of lock in on that. Oh. Uh, anyways, though, that was great. And I love the splashback of blood or mm. acid or whatever. Yeah. Like, if you don't die, obviously, because you'd be respawning out of your pod and coming as a new character, like you're covered in guts and shit by the end of it. It's like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, highlights we had with Khalif as well was like the smoke and the fog that you see here, the animations of certain different things, right? Like, we threw out this kind of 
proximity mine layer that comes down out of the sky and then does this crazy spin bless and it throws all the mines out. Yeah. And you can mm-hmm. see it and it's like, oh, wow, that is a very well done animation. For and a again, lot of these this cool is things. such a great one for us getting our legs for it and everybody trying to figure out their builds, but yeah. really being like, you know, I love the mine deal. I, I in, in Helldivers 1, I was always the sentry turret, Gatling gun, and then I forget what my other shadow was. I got a machine gun turret real early, then I got the Gatling gun one, and then I got this mine thing. And the mine thing and both of them are so great for the defensive last stand, but then one of the missions we're doing that, I would say probably the most underwhelming mission we have gone back oh, and yes. done again, yep. is a... Uh, just kill 125 bugs, you're in a circle, just defend this space. Mm-hmm. And the thought is, I would imagine, as we get harder in the difficulty, then you're really getting flooded with bugs. Here, there's a lot of downtime. Anyways, where I'm driving at is, like, that is such a perfect one for my Gatling gun mine build, right? But on some of these other ones where it's like, they're coming right at me, and I throw the thing down. Again, this is all getting called down from the ship up above, so everything takes, like, 7, 10 seconds to calm, crash, set up. So many times I was doing this stuff and the enemies I was trying to stop with it were on me before that could go off. And so like that's leaving me going like, shit, maybe I need to, for these kind of missions, not be bringing that in. What are the the stratagems I need to bring in that are the instantaneous or what I do right now with my sniper, right, is land, come out of the pod to start the mission, then immediately drop the sniper because I just put it on my back and have it that way. Yeah. I like before every single mission, you can change it up. Yeah. I like that fluidity of it all where it doesn't feel like I'm trapped to one build. I There is no classes, right? I'm not a medic. I'm not the assault guy. I can be anything I want. And I love that, you know, the missions don't take long. You can sit inside of a mission for a long time if you want. But we were moving at about a rate of 10 to 20 minutes. We stayed long for about 30 minutes on another one. But it never felt long where I was like, ooh, I'm trapped to what my build is right now. And I love that you can go in right before the mission, set up whatever you want on your loadout. You can even customize your character right before that as well. So if you want to bring in a different style or look, I thought that was really nice as well. So I never felt trapped. And that's a big thing here on a game like that. I want to be able to be free and choose any which way I want to play every time I go. So when I booted the game up this morning, one of the first things that popped up was a cutscene with a dude and like he, his family fucking died, right? Like Yeah, I, that debut probably, trailer right yeah, the dude when they announced the game. The, from, uh, from the trailer, right? Which was like the thing for me when I first, uh, when I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, like, this seems like it has a good sense of humor. This seems like there's something behind it in terms of what's happening in the world. Is story a thing that matters in this game? Is there, like, a like a moment-to-moment, like, or cut scenes like you're Absolutely following along Absolutely not. With? No. Okay. That's not what you're getting here. This is a $40 game that's meant to be the whole shtick of being a hell diver that they set up from the tutorial, right, is that you are just a body being thrown into a meat grinder. All of you are out there, and you're all screaming about democracy and liberty, and that's the overall you know, satire joke of it or whatever. But no, you're just out there killing bugs, killing robots. Is, is there a fun Trying to protect to Super Earth. Like, is, is there a thing where, you know, like, is, is there text or is there dialogue or is there, like, banter between... There's text that is, like, you know, you're, hey, you're being sent here to do this, to do... But it's not, like... Major Rivers has said that we have three... No, I'm, yeah, yeah. None of that, right? And, again, it is that idea that, like... You know, there's uh, something I talked about from the preview, and we'll see how it plays out in, throughout this final version as this game continues to go. But it is this idea that, like, there's a director back at Arrowhead that is making your objectives on the daily of, like, okay, cool, do this, do that. We're, you know, that's what we're doing right now, where it's like we have one week on this main mission objective to liberate these two planets. And if we do, we get some ridiculous drop of uh, resource points that we can use on our thing. Have you guys gotten a chance to uh, boot up the game solo yet? Yeah, I played a lot of solo before uh, the boys jumped down and before I opened up my friend list or whatever. Again, I think it is very much like Helldivers 1, where 
there is going to be that point where it's like, at least for me, I'm, I'm sure everybody will get, you know, get good, get amazing at it, yada, yada. But there is this, I think, cap of maybe the third difficulty. Don't go beyond that solo until you get really great and you really have your sea legs. I think it's going to be that idea that, again, the game is meant to be punishingly hard. So if you get surrounded, you're fucked. There aren't bots. There's nobody there to help you. So I think it'll be man, I really want to grind for resources or whatever, and I'm waiting for friends, then I'd go off and do something on an easier difficulty to go out there and, you know, get the thing to reward myself to unlock more on the battle pass, which there is a free battle pass and a paid battle pass. Yeah, this will be a game that I play with friends. It's a multiplayer game in my eyes where I want to be with buddies. I want to share this experience. I know for a fact that we will see on Twitch, we'll see someone go in solo with some awesome builds and do some really cool stuff. And my mind went to that too of like, could I do this alone? And what I think, would I have to bring? What kind of vibes could I bring? And I think that's a cool challenge, and I like the challenge of that idea. And I can see that, right? Of but like, yeah. okay, cool. We've been playing this for a while. We have awesome stratagems. I now can do a build that I could take into a hard thing and yeah. hang on there with. But again, like, to dial it back to the DNA of the game being delightfully complicated, right? Like, this is one of those games that if you reload a magazine that had three-fourths of, is still three-fourths full, right? You waste all those bullets. Like you have to run out of bullets to to reload to not waste your thing, right? And then when you run, because you can run out, like even your pistol runs out of bullets, so that you'd have to call in a resupply and all this stuff. But it's like it wants you thinking in in playing strategically like that. Yeah. So one thing I was reminded of when I booted up the game was the PlayStation Studios intro that happens, right? And like being uh. reminded, like, oh yeah, this is a PlayStation Studios game, obviously. Arrowhead, third-party developer, right? But PlayStation is publishing it first-party yep. and adopting it as something that they're considering a first-party thing. Greg, you talked about it being a five out of five so far in your ongoing review. Is this something that feels like it fits or it hits as a PlayStation first-party thing? We also talk a lot about the uh, live service strategy that PlayStation feels like they, they've been cultivating and they've yeah. even said that they're cultivating, right? The 10 live service games. How does this fit in all that for you? Like, it, would you say that this is a W in that initiative that they got going on? For day one, jumping yeah. in, yes. I think the issues we've seen, what are PC running problems based on people talking about cards, I don't understand. And I, I make jokes about it, but like it is the, mm -hmm. I, think the, I think it is the difficulty of the millions of configurations and yada, yada, yada. Is that, it's the uh, people having connectivity issues in general, both on PlayStation and not, and then concerns about Battle Pass stuff. Yeah. I don't think any of those three concerns that we've raised so far are enough to cast enough shade and shadow on this. I just saw over here somebody say as we're live right now, yeah, Rayman 1090, the game just surpassed Spider-Man highest concurrent players on Steam. Mm -hmm. So it's doing well and there's an audience there, I'd say. Back to your question, though, of like, is it a W? Day one in the first few hours, I would say yes. I mean, that's a nice stat for PlayStation to begin with. It's a nice stat for, again, Arrowhead. For a, a independent developer, like, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't a Dave the Diver situation. They're an indie team, right? That took nine years to make a sequel to this game. And it feels like what I would want out of a PlayStation first-party live service game, right? It is gorgeous. It is fun. It is filling a hole that PlayStation has, right? Like, PlayStation doesn't have these kind of games coming out. I also don't know if at large, and I'm not the biggest multiplayer guy. I like my what I like. I don't know if at large there's a lot of things filling this either. It is, you know, the people who are popping in and being like, oh, it's Starship Troopers. Oh, it's Earth Defense Force with other people and looking great. It's like, it is all those things and it is uniquely its own where it is this thing of, man, yeah, this is going to, if you want to grind you down and do stuff, and that's not who I am usually for these kind of games and what I'd want to do, but it is the fact that when 
I, when we were all running for the dropship at the very end, the dropship lands, we're like, we got it. I get turned into some errant grenade or whatever. I still don't know what it was. Exploded and killed me, right? And everybody got on the ship and they got off and they all got their victory pose. And I could do nothing but laugh and enjoy that. I still got rewards from that mission. It's really seemed like, I'm sure I probably would have gotten, we would have gotten more for not dying there or whatever. It's all these different things, but it was like, fuck, that's what this game's about. This game's about that explosion at the last second. It is about dropping the pot on your friend. It is about getting out of something you didn't think you were going to get out of and having the hero moments. And like, you know, when I was in, when I climbed on top of this thing and I was sitting up there sniping, sniping, I was like, I feel fucking cool doing this. And Khalif was like, oh, damn, Greg, I see you. You look cool. I took a screenshot. I was like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is what this is. Yeah, if I'm a PlayStation fan, I'm a big multiplayer guy, right? PlayStation having a solid week. Right, you got that foam stars available for the 30 days on PlayStation Plus or whatever that mm-hmm. tier That's is. What, yeah. Plus this, like if you're a multiplayer fan looking for games to play with your friends, you got two good ones right here, right? Especially with foam stars. Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a PlayStation win. That's a win for the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, looking at of course foam stars being included on that, you can download and just check it out. And now this, if you and your friends want to pay that price tag and jump in. These are two fun games that would make you smile for a night or more, depending on what you want to get out of the mileage. And that's the thing, too. You know, $40 price tag on this. You know, again, we talk about this as uh, Xbox continues to toy with what they're about to do, right? And it is that idea of launching it on PlayStation and PC. Fuck yeah. What a pool of players to do. There is a quick play button to hit. So you can be the, I don't have any friends. You can quick play and do it. I'm going to continue to play when I'm wanting other people. You can generate the friend code to toss out there so people can come and be your friend or whatever off of that. Like, There's a lot to like here. I think there's a lot to like for the price point. What will longevity be? What, you know what I mean? What Are yeah. we going to hit this thing where it is like, all right, this again? Or is it fun to roam the world and da-da-da? Like, I feel that the... The more there is to unlock when we're talking about stratagems, when we're talking about uh, upgrading your ship to make the stratagems you're dropping more powerful, and then the battle pass, like those carrots on the stick make me go, oh, okay. Like there's some really nice, there, on the free battle pass, there's some really nice armor where I'm like, shit, I do want to unlock that for sure. And that's like four pages in. Mike, you're somebody that plays a lot of multiplayer live mm-hmm. service stuff. And the conversation we've had for I think, years at this point, I think even before Halo Infinite was coming out, was talking about, Free to play versus paid. I remember, like, I think it was the last battlefield, or maybe the last two battlefields, honestly. That was that uh, that had the conversation of, oh man, should these come out full price? Like when you're having a when you have an ecosystem that has a free version of Call of Duty and Warzone, a free, uh, Overwatch two going free, right? Like a lot of games being able to hop in free to play, and that does something in terms of the um, uh, player base yeah. and what you can do with charging for battle pass and all, and, and all this stuff. For you, Hold Iris two being forty dollars. Where does that land for you with what you've played so far and what you see? I don't know if you've gotten a chance to actually look at the battle pass. I have. In there. I'm going to talk about that right now. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Where, where do you land on all that? Uh, yeah. You know, bless. I mean, of course, we'd all love to wave a magic wand and say, yeah, I want everything to be free to play. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yes, of course, that would be awesome. But in this world, it's not like that. And so for me, like Greg brought up, to have this day and date with PC players is a massive win for this studio. Right. We talk about having a large player base, making sure people are coming in and checking it out. That's where you're getting after it. I love the $40 price tag compared to a $60 or $70 price tag. This is something me and my friends always talk about of like, where should these middle games be, right? We used the word double A back in the day, but like kind of these smaller compact titles that aren't blown out of the water with a giant budget. That $20 to $40 is where I personally would like games like this to land, right? And so that $40 on the higher side of the 20 to 40, but I like being in there, something crazy's happening in WWE. <laughs> yeah, Tim's watching the live press conference, just started screaming, no, 
But right at forty dollars, when we look at the battle pass, there's two battle passes in this right now. One is free. That is the much heftier battle pass for sure. It has a lot more going on from guns to cosmetics. I'm very pleased with that. And there's also a premium one that you can buy Mm -hmm. that also has guns and cosmetics in that as well. But on the storefront side, bless, I'm impressed. Right, I've talked about it many of times where we've gotten into this weird world where emotes and skins are now at this five to fifteen to twenty dollar range. And when I jumped into this, I was actually blown away that it's very cheap and affordable. Right, one of the skins currently is going for one fifty or two fifty, and for the bright price breakdown for all of you, uh, one hundred and fifty coins is two dollars, three seventy five is five dollars, a thousand coins is ten dollars. So I was impressed that like. Oh man, for 150, that's two dollars. You can unlock a skin in the store if you want to right away and buy something like that. That is a good price point for already paying forty dollars, mind you. Not a yeah. free-to-play game. That doesn't feel like they're gouging me after that. And again, I was surprised to not surprised to. Well, yeah, I guess surprised that I, I felt like we were unlock. We, especially when we were doing all the side stuff, we were unlocking the medals that go into the battle pass to unlock. And like the battle pass isn't. You hit level one, you get this thing. You it's it's you get these uh, the tokens, right? And then you can spend on that page. And when you spend the amount on that page, it unlocks the next page. So it was like you can pick and choose what you want. And so I'm skipping, like, I don't want that cape, I don't want this thing. Yeah, it's very this Fortnite gun, move now. This gun seems nice. This gun seems nice. Okay, cool. Now it's unlocking the next page to get me closer to the page four orange armor that I thought looked up. And, and of course, on both battle passes, the premium and the free one, you can earn the currency in the game. So you can actually earn 750 currency out of the free battle pass itself mm-hmm. if you wanted to max that out and get those going for yourself to then buy skins, buy the premium one, or put it towards the premium one, and I should say. So that's kind of a positive right One there. of their things, too, that they've talked about ahead of time, uh, and I don't, I want to get back real quick. Remind me about the pay-to-win gun. Yeah. I want to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things they've pointed out is that these battle passes don't go away. So there isn't a FOMO element to it. And so there can be that like, oh, I don't want anything on here. I'll just I'll just spend my tokens on the currency to get stuff off the store. When I see fit, it refreshes every day, right? Yeah. But you could double back and do it. Back to it. This morning before I ever turned it on, uh, saw the VGC article, right? Mm-hmm. That was like, uh, Steam reviews aren't mixed right now because of the crashes. Uh, and on top of that, people, some of the reviews are mentioning that the battle pass has pay-to-win mechanics on it. Did you see that, Mike? I didn't feel that at all. I understand that there are guns in the battle pass and people can jump to that. Mm. I don't put pay to win in a PvE video game, right? Pay to win to me is I now have a distinct advantage over blessing playing the game where we are competing to win against one another. Mm -hmm. I don't see that in a PvE. I could get where you could jump to that conclusion saying, well, Greggy's unlocking a gun that I can't unlock unless I buy that, right? And when I did play your gun that you had from the premium one, it felt no different from mine, right? It was a little bit slower. It said explosive next to it, but it never felt yeah, I didn't feel like that either. at all, right? And so for me hearing that, I, I kind of nod my head going, no, I don't feel that. I don't believe in that right there. Uh, pay to progress as well doesn't feel right to me either. That feels like oh, you're paying to skip levels further, or paying yeah. further further into the battle pass. This is simply, hey, there's a gun on that battle pass that I can't unlock with this battle pass, or I can't unlock unless I own that battle pass, right? And I think that's a different thing to talk about, but there is there was never a moment where I was like, oh, man, I wish I had that gun. Like, that gun's mm-hmm. doing way more damage than mine would ever do. Yeah, it yeah. never felt like that at all. 
Yeah, I think when it comes down to that, it comes down to balance, right? Of like, it, it, does this weapon feel like it is going to overpower you and make you feel like you're blazing through the video game on a level, level that other yeah. people aren't able to? Then then it's like, okay, this is a problem. Yeah. But if it's just another weapon and you're playing a PvE game, then I think it just depends on the case-by-case -case scenario. I, I like cycle production. It's more like pay for a new experience. I like that terminology for that. But once again, there's, man, when I'm breaking it down, there was like 82 different pieces of armor uh, 41 helmets that you can unlock. There was like 35 weapons. There yeah. was 28 sidearms. So like, there's a lot of guns to not be hung up on the four guns in a premium battle pass. Yeah, there. the there's battle plenty pass, more there for was, you to get in. There was so much, and a lot of it is like cosmetic stuff. So like, yeah, there is like the stuff that you're gonna naturally unlock with the uh, the free battle pass, where you're like gaining, you're earning those tokens through like playing missions and stuff, and then you can go and unlock stuff through there, which I feel like is more of like a just natural progression system of unlocking equipment and then a lot of it most of it is like cool little emotes like doing finger guns or a uh, cool helmet and stuff like that like so yeah i didn't feel Barry, you played a lot are we off mark did you did you enjoy this where i mean how I, you I had a goddamn blast so i was not planning on being on stream today uh I, I told you it reminded me of destiny 2 launch day where i had no interest in destiny 2 until it was launched day and people had it downloaded and uh, Y'all were getting ready. I was like, you know, I got I got a PlayStation code. I want to I do want to like hop on stream and actually play with some friends and uh, actually carve out some time for this. And it's one of those things. It's really hard. I, I tweeted it out just a little bit ago. There are too many goddamn video games and mm -hmm. Helldivers 2 after three hours of playing. I'm having a blast. And I want to play more tonight, but I'm also trying to play Tekken, and there's also uh, Prince of Persia to get back. There's too many goddamn video games. Yeah, y'all are telling goddamn, me. Goddamn, and now I gotta like now I'm in like this uh, live servicey, but more just like a really fun uh, co-op shooter. It's just like yeah, it's I'm, I'm having a blast. Yeah, and like our plans for like this this podcast and the streams and stuff, right? Like I was like, oh, I want to play Hold Evers too as well. Like I want to be involved in the streams and be part of the review and all that. But like as I started playing this morning, I was like, hi. I got other things I need to do. Like, I got work I need to do, and I have other games I want to play. Um, but, like, after this conversation, I'm like, fuck, dude, I might have to go back. Uh, KF Control, uh, Barrett, in our Slack, um, dropped some chats here, right, from Anthony w Wardinger. This is the fourth uh, most streamed game right now on Twitch uh, with 109,000 people behind just chatting, GTA 5 in League. And then also this is from uh, Whispers uh, in chat. 60, uh, 67K players on Steam right now. Which very nice. Are, those are great numbers, and also makes you wonder, like, because I leading up to Helldivers two, I've not thought about this game that hard, right? Like, I've been happy for Greg when it comes to Helldivers because Greg's like the one person that I'm like, oh, this he really likes Helldivers, cool. Like, there's a game for him coming out. I've not once thought about the longevity of Helldivers two. I've not once like been worried about or like had the idea of, oh yeah, this is a game that might stick around and have people in it. These are pretty good numbers starting off and makes me wonder, like, is this going to be a thing that actually does stick around for the year or however long it is? Yeah, this, it's going to be interesting, right? Because that was my thing coming out of the thing with Andy where it was like, it's fun. It's Helldivers. Will it connect and da, da, da. And I think get, throwing us into the deep end didn't help that. Here at the start and seeing this and hearing these numbers right now and knowing the game's fun and seeing, you know, Barrett drop in and even Kevin who dropped in on Mike's thing. Oh, and he way was late. smiling, man. I think there's something here. And I think that, it really comes down to, as always, what do we do from here? You know what I mean? Like, when is the next expansion or the next... I, I could see yeah, that that's being this the kind of game. Part, Greg, where this yeah. is going to be a game that people are super into for, let's say, a week or two, right? Really into. And there's people who stick around longer and do more with it. But then it's... Like, we're saying, it's a game you play with your friends. So I really could see it be appointment viewing kind of thing of like, oh, guys... They're doing whatever live event in the game right now that if we go and do this thing and we're all like, okay, that would run people back, let alone if there's a big expansion, a big new enemy, yada, yada, yada. Like, 
There's a lot of stuff here that could be interesting, and it goes back to our conversations on this show all the time, bless, about PlayStation as a live service, and what mm-hmm. is this push, and like, what support do we see here from the other studios now, which I know sounds goofy, but are we going to get some kind of, you know, WLF armor in this game? Are you like little crossovers yeah. like that to really the make with this Kratos' face? To make this, you, like, you <laughs> yeah, fucking, yeah, but like, well, you know what I mean? Those really, are the things that work. They yeah. should be doing that, like, and that's sure. what we saw all the time with like Mass Effect, right, and Dragon Age, and all that kind of crossover. We have different armor sets. Like, there's a lot of stuff that can be done here to make this be not a game. I think you play weeks straight, but it is the hey Thursday night we get together and we do this. Yeah, I'm yeah. Very, I'm also fascinated with the fact that this isn't on PS Plus. Like, this isn't launching on nope, PS Plus. On this is the thing Plus. you have to play, pay the forty dollars for. Which I bet I guarantee it. Then the, when they've dropped that first paid expansion, that's when it's on PlayStation. Yeah, no, I, it, eventually it'll be on PS Plus. We'll see. Yeah, like I think I would give it maybe twelve months to maybe sixteen months that we see it on uh, uh, on PS Plus. But to not launch and go, hey, yeah, <clears throat> we're gonna make people pay the forty dollars and like the, again, again for a game that, that right now we're seeing this kind of connection hit on on Twitch and hit on Steam and see the numbers be kind of consistent currently. Yeah, like it seems like it's uh it's working so far, and so good on you. It's a win, yeah. bless. Yeah, this is a fun game coming out of it. I want to play more. And it adds to another great game of the lineup of 2024 that are, man, these are just good to great games coming yeah. out. There's too many games, like Barrett said. Mm-hmm. And this is just another one on the pile that's like, okay, where's the time? Because this is so much fun. And I mean, Suicide Squad. And Suicide Squad. Uh, you know, I think the, on top of all the glowing things we've said, probably the like most glowing thing was when me and Mike were playing, we're like, what if we just did the review here? And we kept playing. And like even coming here to do it, I'm like, I'm excited to talk, but I'm like, God, I wish I could have had another hour of play because yeah. I just want to play more and more and more and more. We'll get, we'll get you out of here. This week in PlayStation, we got PlayStation picks. The drop this week looks like this. Foam uh, Star, thank you, Barrett. We got Foam Stars out this week, February 6th on PS5, PS4. Hell Divers 2 out today, February 8th, PS5, PC. Resident Evil 4 Gold Edition for PS5, PS4 out February 9th. Uh, in terms of what we picked to play on PlayStation, Greg, for you, I mentioned it's just Hell Divers. Yeah, uh, outside of that, Redacted, another review coming soon for all of you, but yeah, it's been Redacted. I did play Foam Stars with Mike. Um, yeah. It was a sponsored stream. Uh, it, it, it delivered on what we had at SGF. This yeah. is a lot of fun, but in the same way of SGF where I was like, this is a lot of fun, and I had it. I wasn't like jonesing for Foam Stars after it, but we did an afternoon with it and had a lot of fun, and it was the same thing where I'm like, cool. I'm yeah. I'm not coming back to this. This yeah. isn't a Greg game, but I enjoyed it. Like I had fun with it. My if if Mike was like, let's play Foam Stars. Now, if you were like, you know, we're on the outside. Hey, I don't want to spend forty dollars for Hell Divers, but I want to play games with you. And you have PlayStation Plus. Yeah, grab Foam oh. Stars and give it a shot. Yeah, that will be my shout out for the week right here. Is hey, go play Foam Stars. It's included in your PlayStation Plus subscription. You have the thirty days to hit the download button. Play it for one night. Smile, have fun, make it feel like it's Splatoon, laugh with your friends, never play it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is exactly how this experience went for me where it's like, oh, I had fun and I look forward to playing it one more time with my friends. And if we never pick it up again, no loss, no harm, no foul on the nice download for the PlayStation Plus. The uh, Portland Kevin in the Patreon chat or YouTube chat, I can't tell anymore. Uh, says legendary. To, uh, Clearly, a YouTube oh, like wait, one's purple, sorry. one's red. I, how do you I, gonna? No, I forgot they were a live live. I, I, yes. I yeah, I was, think, ah, I was yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah, how yeah. we usually have it with the two chats. Um, but he says legendary tales is out today as well, which is a PSVR two game that they showed like right oh. after Metro VR in the PlayStation. Oh Steam yeah, play. yeah. You know what? I liked that for the crazy ragdoll physics and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I'm a sucker for the Skyrim lookalikes in VR where you mm-hmm. can kind of like. Mm-hmm. Pile drive the guy through the table and do the crazy sword stuff. I'm all about that. Yeah, and somebody mentioned it today at during KPD, and they're like, "Oh, it's doing pretty well." And so, there you go. Um, for me, I've been playing Tekken, and let me tell you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I finally made it. I'm going. 
I made it to Garu rank. I was talking about it this morning on KHD. I keep getting screwed. <laughs> people disconnecting, people beating my ass, like all this all this stuff. Um, <laughs> but today I finally made it up there. I'm in Garu ranking, so I'm not to be fucked with. What a short arc. Don't fuck with him. You were talking about it this morning. Here you are. I know. And I had to, I locked in. I was like, you know what, man? Like, because last night when I was playing, I felt myself getting better. I, I could I could feel like oh man I am getting these combos down I am figuring out like a lot of different uh, timings that I need to uh, need to do and moves that are actually hitting uh, and yeah like I was like if I lock in for just four games straight if I can just win four games straight and really lock in then I'm gonna get in there and I got in there and so come on bless, Body, bless. Yeah. Thank we're you. cheering you on on the road to Evo oh we're remember we're on that the way. We're on road the way. to Evo road to Evo starts here uh, Mike is there anything you want to talk about in terms of PlayStation games you've been playing. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, you nope. just talked about yeah, home yeah, stars yeah. and held on. Yeah, I'm excited for. I mean, of course, you know, I've been playing Final Fantasy Remake on the road to rebirth at oh, the end yeah. of the month. So, like, as the Final Fantasy newbie, I've been having so much fun. And I am looking forward to the end of the month. I cannot wait to dive into the story and get lost some more in it. Like, this is a big deal for is me. Is it living up to what you've heard people talk about Final Fantasy VII? It, it is. It is yeah. surprisingly blessed. I, I will say I do prefer the combo of Final Fantasy XVI, but everybody knows I'm more sure. of a hack and slash jabroni. Mm -hmm. I do find that I'm slowed down a little bit with the active time battling in this, but the story is unbelievable, right? The characters, the music, even the graphics and the look of this game is like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. And then Andy will whisper in my ears like, this released on the PS4. And I'm like, that's crazy, bro. Like, Imagine what it's going to look like here in a second. And so, yeah, I'm playing a bunch of this. And, yeah, I mean, oh if you haven't played God, Final Fantasy VII, go play it. You know what I mean? Right now, Barry has up wow, the clip where sir. the plate falls. What the fuck Spoilers. is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I met a cat. What you know. is that? He didn't oh, fit the world. <laughs> oh, that's the homie. Okay, that's well, I hope to meet I don't him. I who that is. Where the plate <laughs> fell. Final Fantasy VII Remake was one of those ones where, growing up, I had heard so many people talk about Final Fantasy VII. And I had played like early parts of Final Fantasy VII, but I never hit the mo like, I never hit like the level of oh man, this is magic to me. This is one of the greatest games of all time. Like I never had, I never internalized it in that yeah. way. But I heard so many people, so many other people internalize it in that way. Yeah. Playing Final Fantasy VII Remake was the moment for me where I was like oh, like I really, really, really dig this. And so yeah, can't wait for Rebirth. Yeah, can't I'm wait. Looking forward to Rebirth. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that Final Fantasy VII Remake, first Final Fantasy ever rolled credits on. Wow. Really? Loved it, yeah. I, the have other you, ones have never clicked for me. Have you thought about picking up Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin? Fuck Chaos. Fuck Chaos, right? Fuck Chaos, yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kill Chaos. We gotta kill, kill I gotta kill Chaos. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to my uh, son and wife for FaceTiming into the show. So oh, hey! hey. hey. I, I said the F word. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you think he heard the F word? That's tough. Oh, yeah. man, he's saying the F word left and right <laughs> oh, out there. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, of course, this has been PS I Love You XOXO, your PlayStation podcast. If you love what we do, support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad-free, watch us record them live, and get a daily exclusive show. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>